Hello, universe. Why do you literally have me stopping my note so that I will not put too much into this uh, recording? And why do I keep clicking my cheek? I don't know. I think I'm trying to make sure that I'm not leaving thoughts on the table that I got on the recording too quick to recognize. Oh, well, there go more fleeting thoughts into my universe of what was that what what am i even doing in the kitchen i don't even know well i didn't bring chocolate milk because i put it back in the fridge oops hang on i mean if i'm gonna go get the chocolate milk i might as well you know take care of this so hang on (coughs) oh well turning a loss into a win. I believe I just found my first instance of, I wonder if I can edit that little bit out and just leave it blank instead of an abrupt coughing in your face moment that I didn't want. But sometimes as soon as I speak, especially when there might be agitation in my system from other activity, the moment I actually mouth the word is the first time it says, thank God you've released us and jumps out in cough form those moments I should recognize coming. I sort of do, but I always think this won't be the time that I can't hold it all back because I can hold it all back about half the time, but half the time I'm wrong. I'll admit it. So I'm not here to admit what I'm wrong about. I mean, I am, but that's not the point of today because here I am on day two of what I will call late to work because I do not have a job and I am in the process of realizing that I think I have been blackballed finally by the big box chain of corporate America for being a guy who just is not worth the effort. And frankly, yeah, they're right. I am not worth the effort for them Um, because they know in the long run that their systems will create the kind of questions in the what, why, how categories that they don't want to answer. And I won't get the answers, and I'll think I deserve them, and so I will say, fuck you and walk off the job. And they know it. I believe now, and the reason I say that is because I did apply it to the Home Depot, as I spoken that I would after I finished the last recording and uh, was amused to go through that process because having just done the same thing for the Sprouts Corporation two and a half months ago, well, the psychological profiling that they give you in various forms of how would your coworkers describe you according to the following five categories? Pick the one that's least like you. Uh, let's say, am I more trying to learn everything I can possibly know about my job? Or am I more the guy who's always there to help everybody out? No, 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 no. I'm the guy who wants to ask my manager for help in every situation in which I'm unsure what to do next. Oh, what? No, no, no. I'm the guy who always knows that it's better to be late than to be on time because I got shit that I want to do. Ooh. I'll bet they want me to pick that one. And even though that one's the truth, I'm going to say I'm the guy who always goes to his manager and says, why am I having this existential breakdown at work again? Oh, wait, that option doesn't exist. Well, they know it does, so 
Uh, there was one genuinely challenging. I, I always try to figure, I love figuring out like which answer among the three cluster of like what, what you should, there's the two you shouldn't choose clearly. Well, and not clearly anymore. A lot of times there's four that are of equal value and one that's the, the outlier to, to purge the applications. <laughs> oh, they picked five. Well, <laughs> no higher. Um, but of the say three or two that they are they are trying to uh, ascertain where you actually sit, I always like to think, well, which one of these do they think is the indicator that you're the most likely candidate to hire and succeed here at the Home Depot? Is it the one where I am uh, always thought of by my coworkers as a uh, happy-go-lucky helper, or is it the one I am always thought of by my coworkers as somebody who has the right answer? I don't know. Those seem valuable on both sides, almost equally. Depending on the day, I'd say they both can have the top position. So which one does Home Depot think? I'll bet they don't care. They just want to see how many people go A, how many people go B. Because we're all profiling humanity as if we're trying to figure out the meaning of life. And every data point gathered, every surveillance system I endure, every slowdown of my internet or computer activity that I know is sending the shit to Utah that they want to know about, well, it's such a soulless chase. We come here to experience what it's like to be able to manipulate time and space matter according to our thought. It is a miracle to be able to do it. That's the point of life. And every time you try to figure out why humans do what they do, they do what they do because they know that, but they can't connect to it in a 3D reality because that's a timeless concept. So you come here to see what it's like to experience time. And it's aggravating. You disconnect. You have no idea how to reconcile being an agent capable of anything from the most glorious uplifting moment in the history of our existence to opening a bathroom door in an elementary school with military that only an army could want and destroying the lives of six-year-olds. Well, yes, that's where we are. That's the meaning of life. How much more simple do you need it to get? Now go out there and act like somebody who's doing something worth a shit in that environment and you'll have a purposeful life. That's it. It's the whole thing. And it's got to be meaningful to you at the point that you know you aren't giving away yourself. Whatever challenges you endure will make you better for the experience. And when you look back, you can say, back there I acted this way, today I acted this way. That's how I know I'm making progress and that's what makes me divine. Now go do it and don't hurt anybody on the way. So whatever you're gathering all the data for, what? What do you want? So eventually I just realized, I don't give a shit. If you haven't figured it out, well, I guess I'll just show you. It's irritating. Boy, I have been ranting. Gotta simmer down. Sorry. I will simmer down now. Seriously, I don't even know where that came from. It's not even on my list. I don't even know what I just said. And I'm not channeling shit from God. 
or any of that stuff. Okay, this isn't nonsense land. This is humanity. This is us. You know what we're doing? We're kind of bumbling around the universe right now. Why? I don't know. I have no answer for anything anymore. But I have a lot of questions. I also have some notes. I'm trying to respect the process here. I don't want to be so... <clears throat> so discombobulated. And um, so self-indulgent when it comes to how I process my days because I'm starting to think, okay, yeah, I've basically been alone for, well, in my head, I've been alone my whole life, but in my life, because I've never been honest and exposed on any level to anybody I cared about, well, um, I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of being that guy. And I'm sick of thinking that I was born problematic enough not to be able to fit in with the rest of y'all. Because I, what do I have to hide? What do I, I'm not doing anything. I'm just over here literally trying to figure out how to be better every day that I, than I was the day before. Am I making progress? Some. Am I finding other things that unfortunately now need more work that I knew about? Yeah, of course. But I, I guess I think it's because people like me, who always had a chance to probably, God, man, why am I couching stuff? I had a chance to do better. I did. And I can either sit here and think, woe is me, because I didn't do what I should have done when I could have done it, or no, woe is not me. Woe is a frame of mind that as I started to see some of the tricks I fell for, like manipulation by sources I trusted to tell me truth, so I just, like a puppy dog, said, oh, that's how I think because that's what you told me to think. Well, not all those thoughts were good. And I'm not saying that you don't have the same struggle with whatever you may have been trained to think, that you know when you get right down to it, doesn't work for you. It's not how you are. I'm not someone who wants to go out and rustle things up. Let's go get some fisticuffs going. Fuck no. Let's not. I don't have that instinct at all. Uh, you will have to, there will have to be the convincing argument that this is now more important than the next meal I'm going to eat for me to start thinking, yeah, give me the gun. What, what takes me to that level? What, direct imminent threat against my own existence? I can't think of anything else. So in self-defense, will I take up arms to defend my own life or the life of those that are inhumanely treated? Of course I would. Why else am I here? My question is, why is anybody else being inhumanely treated? Who, who started the, the domino sequence of this hurt, so now I will hurt you? Because I know that's how I used to act. Like I was being misunderstood was a good enough reason to find a world filled with anarchy that led me to a place where I was like, whatever. I could whatever through activity now that just makes me shake. So this is my attempt to do something about it for myself. And having a daily diary means not only do I have to face the fact that I don't think I'll be working at the Home Depot because it's been 22 hours since I finished their questionnaire and I do believe I succeeded in getting it 
into the pile of applicants to consider. So when I put down for my job experience, the one and only Home Depot experience I had, figuring, well, I've worked for you, so you know my job experience enough to say, oh, that guy. I mean, if, if it's relevant to Home Depot, I did work at Kroger for roughly nine months in the four years since I worked for you, and I worked for Sprouts for two. So I have almost a year's worth of experience at other places that I walked out on because I hated it so much, but I didn't walk out on you. I just had a hard time convincing myself that I still needed to get to work every day. But I always showed up. I always showed up. I always showed up. I even showed up four hours late more than twice. So let's be honest. I did at least show I was committed to my job. Not in a way that deserves even necessarily not to retake the class. I admit it. And if you were to hire me, I'd say, hey, you should have a policy where if you're late once, don't even come to work. You just assume you're fired. I would say, yeah, I think that's probably something I should shake hands on. But that's why I applied there. Because at least I know the one thing that job gave me was every day I helped somebody with a problem they genuinely had. Um, nobody comes into Home Depot with that sort of gaze looking at the plumbing wall, fuck which one of these is right, look on their face, that doesn't need help. They at least need somebody to pick out the right parts for them. They're trying to do something that they watched a video online and it doesn't look that hard, so why are they going to call a plumber and spend 300 bucks on something that frankly looks like they can do it themselves? And then they run into some slight variance that wasn't in the video and now they need help. So that job offered that a plenty because things suck right now. People are not spending 300 bucks on a cush plumbing job, they're doing it themselves. And if they fuck it up, then they need to have somebody at Home Depot help them figure out how to fix it. So that job gave me that. But other than that, everything else about it was terrible. But whatever, I'll find another place. Hopefully, maybe Lowe's. I haven't worked at Lowe's. This, eh, now I know what I'm gonna do. I was wondering what I was gonna do about my job search today. I am going to apply at Lowe's. Because honestly, I'm either on the big box blacklist, which means I will not get hired there, or they'll hire me because I have exactly the experience they want. Um, so onward and upward, let's see what they think. This will be, I love being my own guinea pig because I wouldn't want to ask anybody else to do it. Well, I suppose this is a guinea pig experience for all the listeners. And I will now start to act like somebody's listening because somebody is something changed today. My followers went from five to six. Now I'll admit I am my own follower on what podcast app do I use? I use dog something catcher. I've used it since Android one and it, I'll tell you another thing that's irritating. How many programs did I buy in Android one that I actually still use? Cause I won't spend five 99 on whatever today's version of something is. That's irritation toward myself. But the irritation toward the world that why can I not use a program that I have loved since day one and it got all screwed up over the course of 10 years? Like you had something right and now there's nothing to replace it and it's unusable unless when I give up my Samsung Galaxy S4, do you know I will give up certain software that integrates with Android that I love? It's gone. It is now whatever oh yeah but this this one's no it's not better today's version it's less simple functionality that used to be there uh simple customizability that say goodbye 
because all of your funnels of customizability have to be in some sort of behavior metric that we can measure. Well, I'll tell you what, I used to like being able to have a phone that was my own and did what I needed it to do. That made me satisfied with the Android system. That's why I didn't go down the iOS route. But whatever. Just another way that all this data collection and regurgitation is making life less... It's not entertaining. It's less watchable. It's less... There's just less texture here. You're taking features out of the game instead of adding them. Why? Doesn't make sense. Come on, Sim. Whoever's writing the programming is being corporatized. There's way too much fun in this game. How can we strip the fun out of it? Well, I know what we could do. Give them guns. Okay. Uh, I've literally... Oh, apparently I need some Gatorade. That was a hard swallow. Instead of having Cottonmouth for 15 minutes, let me go take a pause. So, it's so too generous to think, all right, that was my warm-up. Get back to the list. Because I make a list for a reason. So that I don't do what I just did for 17 minutes and 17 seconds. I apologize. I did want to cover my work history a little bit because I know there are people who, and I do not recommend anybody wade through all of my recordings. There's a lot of stuff in there that's unlistenable. I just listened to all 53 of the last one. It was a long haul. I don't, um, and yet I do not have uh, a checklist of ones that I would say, there's no way to know what's in any episode because I just named them the last things I said in the episode, which has its value for me because I don't want to be organized to be speaking to topics. As In fact, if you look at this piece of paper, it is the very definition of disorganized. Well, for anybody but me. And I took a photo of my cat and my dog and my, um, my paraphernalia for the meeting, meaning my notes and other um, items, because I have started to create these collage videos through a program that, yes, I did torrent, but why isn't there just a simple slide aggregator inside the Windows system for photos to go to a, a vocal uh, recording, not WMA? I don't know if WMA might work, who knows, but I don't have those, so I didn't see. My point is, when I have a problem like that, and I'm only trying to just put stuff up for free on YouTube, well, yes, I have torrented software like this Sony thing. I don't even know what it is, but I'm sure whatever I have has been sucked down by the Russian intelligence or the Chinese intelligence into some regurgitated format that now is uh, bypasses whatever security was built in by Sony so that they can now watch me instead of Sony. I mean, I know that I'm just giving up one to let somebody else or everybody else or whatever take advantage. So I take advantage. And how does that work out for me karmically? I don't know. Because I will never want to use Sony's video editing tools other than to do two things. Cut out things I shouldn't have said like people's last names or coughs that are way too abrupt for listeners. Or two, patch things together because of my own technological mistakes uh, in a way that still doesn't uh, forego things that I recorded. I do this unedited 
and I do this without intent, although these notes do create intent, that's for sure. But I do this still in this circuitous, winding mental journey of subconscious just diatribe of what my head still doesn't get. Why do I have so many questions? Why do I live in a reality that just feels like I can't find answers? And I don't mean why is the speed of light the fastest movement in this space and time that we have seen measured, can measure, can know? What is light? Why is it a photon? Why is it an electron? Why, or why is it a wave? Is it an electron? No, it's a photon, you dipshit. No, I'm not a dipshit for not knowing that. You know what? Nobody's a dipshit for being confused about anything. I don't care if you're confused about which is your left foot and which is your right foot. That one, I am 100% confident that I know the answer to and can help you figure it out. I don't know the stuff when it comes to the double slit experiment. I know how interesting, fascinating, and undeniably magical it makes me feel the universe has become. Maybe that's what finally saved me, is being able to admit, I will never understand th some things. There is no knowing. You just stop making that the priority. Yeah, you still got to learn stuff, figure out stuff, and get better at doing stuff, and all around improve your knowledge, as well as where you apply it. Duh. But... <laughs> That doesn't, that doesn't get you, no matter how clever, insightful, or able to see it all you think you might be, that doesn't get you to the answer of why do I do what I do. And to me, there's the one question I finally let go of. I do what I do because I am either doing something that is not myself for reasons outside myself or I'm being myself and I'm doing what I do because when I'm kind and forgiving and understanding guess what I do this stuff but when I'm stressed because I have a deadline at work that I know I'm late on and I have 45 minutes to come up with something what do I do who knows because those stresses take me outside myself Okay, well, you know, you also have housing, so you ain't stressing about the fact it's seven degrees outside right now. Very true. Could not be more true. In fact, the last thing I ever need to, for, to, to think I've learned the lesson is that I am American white male standing on third base thinking, how good is my skill to hit triples? It's fucking great. I'm always on third base. Yeah. I am always on third base because I'm a white American male. I know it. I get it. Uh, yeah, I took, like I've said before, I'm on the little floaty swan ride where there's a gentle fountain dropping dew on me because, oh God, I can't even go over there in the bumper cars with all these other people who took a much harder path in life. Swan ride, please. White male American? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I get it. Third base. So, <sighs> maybe that's just the delusion of, hey man, we deserve better. 
maybe everybody else was born into that, hey, bro, this is what it is. Nobody is doing well. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem right, right? Can't we figure this out? Why is it so hard? Like you said, I've got a roof over my head. Not everybody has that, right? Okay, that doesn't seem fair. So I'll just go dedicate my life to that. That seems like something that if we're behind on, I should probably pitch in. So where's the getting the roof over everybody's head team? Oh, my cat is snoring. So she doesn't even care because she doesn't need a roof over her head. Fair little animal that she is. Nope, she doesn't need one. But every other human does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're one to talk, buddy. When was the last time you gave anybody reasonable rent? Oh, yeah. Talk about what I'm really guilty about. How did my family manage to let me find my footing strong enough to realize how big a douchebag I had been to them? Maybe that was, maybe, maybe when I was in the simulator, like Schwarzenegger, trying to figure out which of these three characters I should be, seriously, in a simulation that draws you into an alternate reality, you get to pick from three characters. In, in my future, please let there be more. Well, clearly there were more, because I picked this character, and this feels like the character that is on the weirdest journey possible. Because... I was born into a world that told me the reason we've got all these progressives, progressives, the reason we've made all this progress, the reason you're holding that little Mattel baseball game and want to, to go steal the one at Target is because we figured it all out. We know how it all works now. At least we've answered all the big ones. What's going on with the molecule versus the galaxy? Who cares? Well, we do care, but we explain it like we know it because we call it dark and, and mystical energy, but whatever, <clears throat> people don't even seem to give a shit. So trust us, we got it all. Okay, I did, I trusted you, I learned science. I was good at it, I learned math, I was even better at it. I learned English and I wasn't all that good at it. So then I learned philosophy, because I didn't understand any of it. Why are we doing this? Literally, why are we doing this? I had those questions from day one. Why are we doing it this way? Why aren't we past this? Why are we? Oh, 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 well, you told me it was all good. I mean, we figured out racism. Sweet. All right. That's why I'm at school with all these other people who look not like me. This is awesome. Loved it. It was awesome. I cannot tell you how much. The diversity of my background still means to me. To have been thrust into that experimental pot of the 70s where they decided in the mid and mid-late 60s to break down the walls of racism meant the kids who were born in 69 were born into a world where all those walls were crumbled. And now we were told we're all equal. Always. Everybody was telling us this. I think they were being paid to message us that. Now, why they did this experiment, I have no idea. Why did they do this experiment? Why did they put me through that? That moment of thinking that we were here as equals 
Why'd they do that to me? Because that, <sighs> that trained me to think that everyone had their shot at greatness. Everyone just needed to find what they had going for them, pour more sugar into that tank and run away with it. And, and I, I, I was on that team until I stupidly walked into the black fraternity. And I went to a school with maybe six fraternities total. It was not a big thing, but there were, there were two that mattered. And one was the sports team fraternity where those guys all congregated. And the other was the black fraternity. Well, as a kid who had been in a high school where white was the minority, there were more blacks and Asians in my high school than white people. I didn't, I didn't know what value a black fraternity offered those struggling to make peace in this world who were born the wrong color. I didn't know that was even a thing that could happen. I was just was naive. I didn't know. Nobody had told me yet. So it was work to understand why that day they came to me and said, you need to leave. You're not, you're not allowed here. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? This is weird. Why are you treating me this way? <laughs> oh my God. How white and stupidly naive can you be? Well, I was. <laughs> I really was. I didn't even understand it when I went to ask my black hallmate, why did this happen to me? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> oh my God. She was from the Bronx. <laughs> oh. So thank you, universe. You turned me from somebody who thought we were here to enjoy the celebrations and live in this utopia of everybody's getting their shot. And we've got to just... Work on our, what, video technology and projection screen capabilities? And we'll probably figure that computer thing out more than that clunky Apple II you got sitting on your desk. Huh. Well, that was the end of, of hope for me, I guess. Because from there, every truth I learned made me think the world was a harder place than I knew. Okay, that's what every 18-year-old learns. Nothing surprising about that. The world is a hard place. It's not like you went to war or anything. Yeah, you're damn right it's not like I went to war. Because you know what I'd have done? I'd have learned how to eat a bullet, I can tell you that. I wouldn't have been able to take the devastation. It would have. I can't take the vibrational hum of a, of a non-cooperative and and deflating workplace. Yeah, I'm going to meander the jungles of Vietnam or walk through the trenches of World War One's war warfare. Can you, um, I mean, oh my Lord. How do they, uh, you must, you must have in your brain the ability to take that which you know is your goodness and put it in the last molecule left and let everything else Deal with what's in front of you. I don't know how they did it. I couldn't have done it. I think throughout 
all of my life how lucky I am never to have been put in a position to be told I had to go kill that person or my life was over, either by forced incarceration or my team deciding I was too much trouble and taking care of that issue. Would I have been that guy? Please. Hell, I am so much the, uh, the, what's that dude from the cell? The guy with the curly hair and full metal jacket? Of course I relate to him. Because it feels like the world is nothing but that drill sergeant when I look for truth. Yelling at me, sit back down and quit asking questions. Well, that's work. That's work in itself. Okay. I'll shut up. So, I guess I should get back to my list. This is why I don't bring a list, right? What's the point? Can't stick to it anyway. I don't think I'm supposed to. I've never been able to, so I must not be supposed to. But what am I supposed to do? Well, I guess I'm supposed to work, right? But other things I'm supposed to do, or at least I feel this is what I do, like when I help others because they need help, that doesn't feel like work, right? It's my instinct to go to those situations and offer my effort. So that's not work. That's why I'm here, right? Isn't that what our compulsion to stand up for the week is about? Isn't that why we're here? Isn't that what it feels like? Like, why else do you do it? It's not to your advantage. You're not getting paid. Well, I, I feel like that isn't even... I never had to figure out those thoughts. That, that, that's what I have to figure out why I don't feel like I've got those instincts at the right time. Or I don't use them when I'm too busy to do this. Or I get caught up in that. Or I'm pulled out of myself in this regard. But do I always know that those who are being treated unfairly deserve someone voicing that they see that this is in fact unfair and these people have a point? Well, of course. At the very least, they deserve my support and recognition that they're struggling in a way that can be alleviated. And so that to me means, okay, why doesn't everyone have goddamn drinking water? I can't imagine that something that you literally die without, we haven't figured out to at least bring to every person on this planet enough that they don't think I'm thirsty and I can't find water, right? And when you extrapolate that to food and housing and medical care, to me, that is the baseline. That's the one where, okay, now everyone has food, housing, water, and shelter. And we have a system in place to enable everybody who comes through to engage in the same needs. Medical care, did I say that? And I, I, I mean, food, water, shelter. I'll even start there, right? You don't live in any kind of reasonable capacity without all three. And don't we have the resources to put systems in place to regenerate enough food, clean water, energy, and housing to have every human get that much of a gift for arriving? 
I, I don't see how the Industrial Revolution happens, and that's not the goal. But it doesn't seem to be. I mean, I, I'm probably reading the wrong articles. I agree. I don't pretend to think that I'm informed. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I haven't had a conversation with my fellow humans in forever. I watch and learn what I can via the sources I trust, and I think about shit. And that doesn't lead to knowing anything, especially what we're doing to bring clean drinking water to the world. I'm sure there's tons of things I don't even know about. But I would think, why don't I know about it? Um, okay. I also feel compelled a little bit to speak about marijuana. And I'll say, if you don't want to listen to this, then I really am speaking to you. I don't think we should be afraid to share what we've been through, what we've done, what's worked, and what hasn't. I fear that I could have gone through some pretzel logic that snapped me into places that made me act in ways I'm ashamed of, that I could perhaps, by having someone else listen, say, I guess I don't really need to think that bad about myself when it comes to that stuff. Maybe I won't go out and try to feel better about myself by taking myself out pleasurably on women who think I'm going to call them after this. Well, I did call you. I just called the wrong number. Whatever excuse I'd use to say. That's not reckless behavior. That's not hurting anyone. I don't know. The nights of trying to unbreak myself hurt me. So you're not broken. It's just not happened. It hasn't happened. You may have been through the sort of upbringing that justifies the reactionary brain emotion combination that is abominable. And I fear that those people are real, but they are systemically produced from what they endured when they got here. It isn't just that they didn't have housing, drinking water, or food. They were hurt by the rest of us in ways that they don't understand. Because we don't come here to hurt. We certainly don't come here to be hurt. We understand that there are catastrophes, that we can fall into volcanoes and crevices of earthquakes. But we don't come here to be stoned to death by the rest of you because you didn't like me enough or you thought I did something that deserved to be gone. And so when we learn of this, well, what do you think we do? We immediately assume we better watch out. We must be careful because other people have shown enough to be killed. And in fact, when you start to look around, you think, holy smoke, there's a lot of killing going on around here. So what do you do? Well, for me, you don't think, why are we killing? How do I help stop the killing? What is going on that we are doing so much killing? No. You think, I don't want to get killed. So you just turtle up. Well, this is what it looks like when a turtle comes out of their shell. <clears throat> it's like one leg at a time. Sooner or later, their head might even come out, or their tail. 
I don't know, my turtle died in his shell, so he never came out again. Oh, my turtle. What did I call that turtle? Talk about a pet that I should never have had. <laughs> oh, my parents, you guys were nice. You let me have, you were very indulgent in the pets you allowed in the house. I'll give you that. Okay. <clears throat> How are my recording settings indicative of systemic shit going wrong? Well, this is when I think to myself, of course, of course. And what do I mean by that? Well, in this recording, I am currently using no noise reduction, and I'm using no... Oh, and I turned on stereo. I kept mono on because I positioned the microphone all over the place, so I figure one channel of recording captures it the best. But I'm trying stereo because I am wearing a baseball hat. I have one of those clippy-clip things from, like, Office Supply House. On my brim of my hat, I have my cord sitting directly in my face so I can't even indulge if I want to and my phone is sitting in my hoodie which I have to put on because I can't quite get my phone into my pocket I have to put it in my hoodie this is my first real attempt to try to coordinate my vocal recording captured in a way that is clear doesn't have a bockety bock clickety click or me going up and down in volume. And I suppose I've really only felt this pressure for like 10 or 12 ep episodes. Do I want days, entries, whatever. I'm clearly only talking to myself, but I am now realizing that whoever you are, follower number one, because I assume myself and four of the whatever analytics robots that immediately come out and start collating content, well, th that's the first action, and it all happened on the first day and the first hour. And then nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And that's what I expect. Because I do not have something to tell you, but I do have a story. And I have a story that I really do want to tell myself, because for the longest time, I told myself a story that I couldn't even listen to. I couldn't even look in the mirror at the guy telling it. And then things changed for me enough that I started to live closer to who I really was. And then all of a sudden, I started to notice that things had changed to the point that I was a different person. And all of this happened without me really trying to have any of it happen. And a lot of it still is... <laughs> hard to even understand. Why did I black out the night I quit at Kroger? How did I even do that? I wasn't taking drugs. I wasn't doing anything. And I, in the middle of helping somebody outside, I couldn't, I never got back in the store. It's like something in me when it finally got out of that store said, do not go back. You cannot go back. And I, and I spontaneously, in an aggravated form, quit to a manager, the only manager I even liked. And this guy was fine. He was a good guy. And I yelled at him, I, I don't know, I cannot do this anymore, I quit. And I walked off. And embarrassingly, since this was all a blackout episode, and I didn't even realize I had quit. I went to work the next day, showed up, clocked in, four or five minutes into my shift, my manager's like, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm working. I was scheduled 2.30. No, you quit yesterday. 
What do you mean I quit? What are you doing? Yeah, I did that. I don't know. I have to figure it all out because time is all weird now. But they, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm being black boxed for that reason. Black boxed? No, blacklisted at the big box. Well, that is black boxed. All right, black box voting. If you don't know about that, you should go look it up. That shit's bullshit. But whatever. Thanks, Bev. You're the best. Okay, back to my list. How long can you go? <laughs> ah! Well, I guess we're finding that out. But I'm only recording once a day now. I have new rules. I can't just get lost in my own self-important thoughts. Instead, I do have to listen to more music. I've been awfully talky-talky, so that's got to stop. Too much talk. More music. Uh, one recording daily, uh, which sucks for the long form, because that's all you're going to get. When I'm working again, I might go back to some sporadic check-in stuff, but for now, I can do this once a day. I will do this once a day, because it's important to me. And then I've got other shit I'm doing, so I can't be doing this. But you can see how luxurious I'm being now. I'm like one-third of this list through, so sorry for this one, but I'll get better at this, because honestly, if I'm black boxed from Home Depot, that's not good. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just like that was the easy solution, so now i got to actually work on something else. So that means I really do have to list these things out and stick to them. I have to check in on my application situation and the shit I'm doing around the house on every uh, one of these. Okay, so what can you do when you're unemployed? Well, one thing you can do is get your kitchen fixed. Like, seriously. The one thing I owe myself is at least four hours a day of housework. So, starting tomorrow, I'm literally going to try to find four hours of work in my day that I am not doing looking for work. That would be superseding activity that I would be okay with. But everything else, like, what, organizing my computer, for instance, that isn't housework, that's John work. Housework is, okay, I really need to figure out what's going on with my hot water drip in the bathroom. That is housework. So, if I'm not putting four hours a day into that while I'm not working, then... <laughs> What am I doing? Seriously. And sometimes I need to say after a week of, well, what the fuck did I even get done? Well, now I'll know what I was doing. So this, this, if anything, could become a daily habit where I say, what did you do today? And did it help? Because like I said, I have, I have been the worst at helping myself. And maybe it's because I just don't have enough of a standard record whereby to judge myself as to what I'm actually fucking around with and not getting on the job with. So... One recording a day limits that for now. Uh, I also have to keep my schedule regulated. I can't tell you how many, um, how many days I have gone in a row without sleep, not even because of drugs, but because I just have things I'm thinking about. And, and it's weird because this will happen while I'm working where I'll just have a two or three day spell where I haven't slept. And by the third day, I, I need sleep. Um, and in fact, I was kind of on one of those runs until yesterday. And I do get disoriented with the time because I lost a day. I thought I'd woken up today and had slept for 27 hours, which I hadn't, thank God. But I thought yesterday was Tuesday the whole day. So when I woke up and it was Thursday, I really did think somewhere in there. But then when I organized my week, I was like, oh yeah, shit, it is Thursday. But because I am loose with the time, uh, I have to at least maintain getting up by, and I've said 8 a.m. And I have to be on a regular schedule because otherwise 
I could lose the job I get from just being disruptive in the first week from sleep irregularities. I don't want to go through that shit. So if I allow myself to get irregular with my sleep, well, I'm forcing myself into that shit. So instead, I'll be up every morning at 8 a.m. And if I can make that 7, that's even better. But for now, I'm committing to 8. But I do have a goal to improve that. I would like to get to 7.30 and then 7. But if I just make 8, then I've made a grade that says, you are not 7 minutes late today, you are only 6. Oh, I'm on time. <laughs> Sweet. All right, must, what does that even say? Oh, must eat twice a day. Yep, I do. When I do those 27, 36, 41, whatever hour runs, a lot of times I do them without eating too because I'm just so filled with, I don't know, internal electricity energy. It's just nervous energy, but it doesn't let you sleep and it doesn't make you feel hungry. So you don't, it is a very unhealthy um, rhythm to be in. And I think I learned it in college and I think I learned it in a way that I thought it was my stroke of genius coming through. No, what it is, is it is rebounding into a situation where you can wake up thinking, oh fuck, I've slept for 27 hours. So, you know, what's the trade-off worth? Stay balanced and you do better work overall. I do. I don't know about the rest of you. You might do your best work out on the extremes. But when I'm on the extremes, all I'm looking to do is get even more extreme. And that leads me to some extremities that you don't even want to... Well, you will know about them. You know about some of them. They're not the best things I have to say about life. Although, I do love intensity. I do. I love it. I love it. All right, like... Like, me, 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 no, 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 you. So one little slight variance in my approach is to now think it's unfair to expect somebody to wade through a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to try to recap a couple things I think are important, like my work history for the last four years. Wait, is it five years now? Huh. I have to think about this one. So 20, 2018, uh, no, it's three and a half years. Wait, three and a half? So it was 2018, all of 2019, all of 2020, all of 2021, and most of what, no, 2022. Okay, yeah, so we're three years plus into what period of time I've worked less than a year of. And the Home Depot thing happened, and then the Kroger thing was, I hated working there, but I, it was four blocks away, so I did it. And then the Sprouts thing. And all of those are my last since the day I was hired at Home Depot was the day that Donald Trump won the election. Um, that's basically my Donald Trump to today story. Um, Home Depot, Kroger, Sprouts. That's it. And this is after quitting a career in the digital advertising agency in a walkout of this firm fashion. And I have never felt like I was less of myself than I was working those <clears throat> channels they were terrible i do not like to sell people stuff number one i do not like to manipulate people to get them to buy stuff number two and i do not like to fake it till we make it i like to do honest work and if you're doing honest work like weighing bacon you don't have to question why you're doing it and I, I know it's not fair to always want to know the what, the why, the how, the could it be betters, but I'm not going to stop asking those questions about everything else. Okay. I'll suck it up at work. Fine. Hello, Lowe's. What I want to know though is why I keep confusing what I used to do at Home Depot for what I'm doing here. These seem so different. Oh no. I mean, I'm wearing a blue apron. Oh, I do look different. 
Okay. Hello, Lowe's. This will be interesting. I wonder if I am blackboxed. This will tell us. And if I am, then what do I do, right? That is stress that I have to freaking in integrate because uh, I know the Home Depot people like me. I was over there recently. They all like me. But, you know, you can't give us such a precedent that you're a favoritism boy. That doesn't work. In corporate America, we can't even let you be eight minutes late every day. That isn't acceptable anymore. Everybody has to be here within six minutes of the clock or you're a problem enough that you've got to go. Doesn't matter what you give us. Yeah, I know. So why can't I just stop butting my head into that wall and letting it hurt? I don't know. I really don't. But obviously it, when it comes down to eating or working, at some point I'll stop being such a selfish, self-indulgent piece of shit. Okay, it's work to constantly back-engineer shit. That's work too. Why do we have to back-engineer what we know we're being fed as BS? Why are you doing that to us? Why can't we have a world where that isn't work I have to put in. I don't mind back in engin engineering stuff I don't know and learning things that way. I actually enjoy that process. But back engineering something to figure out what I'm being fed that's wrong is, again, why I say this whole thing is my fault. I thought the worst thing that happens if you're deceitful is you get found out. Well, no, that's not the worst thing that happens. That's the worst thing that happens for you because you're all about yourself. The worst thing that happens is you're throwing shade into the freaking universe. So everybody else has to deal with this voice in their head that says, am I fucked up here? Because this feels wrong. I'm not, uh, what's wrong with me? That's what you're doing to the universe. You're giving it the opportunity to think it's the problem. When in fact you know it's you. So when I talk about whistling down that road of all that treachery on either side, and it just feels like if I could just stay centered in this middle, nobody will notice that I'm being such a little doomsayer of my own destruction. Now they will, because nobody gets to live in a world where that activity is happening isolated without anybody being affected, infected, and therefore transferring that infection along the chain. You know what people don't have problems with? People doing their best and screwing up entirely in the process. Well, you know, he was doing his best, but look what happened. Okay, let's help him clean it up and see if we can't help him figure out what he did wrong, is what we all think. Because you're doing your best. Whatever. We can't all be perfect. We know it. And we are forgiving. But when we can't understand what you're up to, when we can't even identify with what you're doing, will you leave us a lot of doubt? And you, you don't seem to be cycling back through it yourself. You weren't in a phase where you had to work out your dark side of, I don't have to do anything but look for... Japanese man boys to come rub my feet. <sighs> I don't know. You seem as lost as anybody to me. And I wonder if it's not just you saying, <laughs> how the fuck did I get here? What kind of work am I even doing?
oh well. What am I going to do about it now? I certainly, well, I threw in the towel. I was like, what am I going to do about it now? This is what we call a life lived unwell. What do you do? Well, you've basically infected yourself with so many sicknesses that you can't even find a river of current to put a inner tube in and float down and let life just happen around you. You don't even have that in you. And the rest of the people who were forced into a current that just took them into a place that led them to a place that now they don't even know who they are. Well, you do still know one thing. You know that you're not who you are. You are living a life that is filled with the dissatisfaction of having to know this isn't who you are. It's who you became in a world filled with impulses that drive us to places that take us into behaviors that just aren't us. Now, is the world composed this way? I don't know. It seems like it a little bit. I mean, I can't imagine a world full of 7.3 billion of Johns that goes to war. I can't even imagine one where we invented a gun. Because we don't think, how can I kill that guy easily? He's too hard to kill now. I want to kill him easier. Well, first we need to find something explosive. And we'll take it from there with metals and other formations. Ah, you know, or we can build that tut mask. That thing's awesome. That's what we should do with metal. Make awesome things. Oh, but we invented this thing that is so sharp, it will cut your head off. Whoa. Once again, don't mess with the humans. They can cut your head off. Look at that shit. And so when I say that we all sit in these metal traps, wondering, should I chew my leg off? Or should I become dinner? Well, don't you feel that way? Why? Why are our systems making all of us feel like this life sucks? <laughs> We're lucky with what we got because it could be worse. But <laughs> that's why we have imagination. <laughs> so we can think about how much shit could go wrong. Why are we fixing stuff? Why aren't we getting clean drinking water in the world, housing over everybody's head, food in everybody's kitchen, medical care in everybody's, in everybody's community, education resources available to everybody who is new to the world so they know what we know so they can start on a good foot and then saying, let's see what happens from there. But no, 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 no. Let's spend money on who knows what. Let's just lose $3 trillion and pretend that that doesn't matter. No wonder I can't afford bread. Okay, so it's work to constantly back engineer all this shit, right? I don't know what's going on in the world. But if you think my questions are going away, they aren't. So I'm not going to stop asking and looking and trying to figure out why we're in such chaos. We don't have a reason that I have identified. So that makes me think, we don't have a reason. The only reason we're here is because I was negligent enough with the skill box full of tools that I didn't even know how to use that I turned it into a muckety-muck of a what did it what did he do? Seriously, what did he do? He did what? Life. That I deserve this. Okay, fine. I am in a detached universe of what are we doing? 
well, I'm not going to be quiet in that universe anymore. I'm not going to do it. So the only, uh, the only thing I really don't have to back engineer, do you know the one place that I don't wonder why am I this way? Why is it this way? Why are things just, they feel like this? My desire to be good. I don't back engineer that at all. I do sometimes wonder why I don't have a desire to be evil. Well, that's what I finally came to understand is true of all of us. We have zero desire to be evil and 100% desire to be good. How that gets framed is unique to every single experience that ever occurs, both based on space-time and reality of the geography in which you land. But we all are 100% trying to be good and 0% trying to be evil. So, once I understood that's true, I thought, well, that's something I can work with. That's good to know. And I do feel like I got my brain piece back. Thank you, whoever took that away for a while. Love you that you decided to return it. So I don't even question anymore what's going on with me. I don't know. Trust me. I don't know. And I'm not here to prove that I've had an epiphany that has reshaped my life. My life is a train wreck. There is no question about it. Not a single one of you wants to steal my identity. Not one of you. And I sometimes laugh at the thought that at least my life leaves me not concerned about identity theft. Yeah, it does. You would steal my identity and downgrade. All right. Do I care? No. I could not give a shit about the way I was being judged to measure myself in this society. I will rebuild a life after crashing one and burning one in a circumstance in which I had every chance to make it work because it never felt right. I'm going to work my life out knowing that the day felt right. And I'm going to do it again and again and again. And if that doesn't produce a better result than chasing down every degreed academic expert for their knowledge base on all my questions, well, I'll be surprised. I have started realizing that I think with my funnel upside down. Meaning, I believe sometimes I actually notice the grand revelation of something, having no idea that there's even a problem to work through for that realization. In other words, I think sometimes I'm missing the small stuff and seeing the big stuff now. To the point I almost have started dropping some of the minutia. It's a weird place to be because I've always thought I need to collect every data point I can analyze to work my way into structural truth at the very top. But it feels more like now I'm falling into truth. And I, these are things that I just am documenting so I know how I felt at this time because I do not have words really to express the change in mental processing that has occurred. And I'm very well aware of it. Like I'm aware that I do not want to wake up again thinking I'd slept a whole day away. <laughs> now this one, most of you, I hope, are not struggling with. But I put that on here because today I was irritated myself that I had to wake up and for a minute think I'd lost a day. Which I've done more than once. Mostly because of drugs and alcohol. But one time not because of it. So, it's happened. Um, 
why am I not doing video? As I'm putting stuff on YouTube, it does make me rethink the whole process of not doing video. I didn't do video first because I didn't want to sit down. I thought it would be easier to have a conversation that was real if I was doing something, because in my mind doesn't think about the image that I'm creating as I project. And I don't, I'm not embarrassed. As a matter of fact, I think one of the things that putting these slideshows together made me realize is, hey, I'm overlooking an opportunity to integrate like a daily photo of something for every single recording. That'll give me a further imprint in time to refer to. So all I was doing was throwing all my old dog photos into these slideshows so that I had something that had video content to put on YouTube, which I don't even know if I have to do, but it seemed the easiest way to get something on YouTube, so I did it. Thank you, Torrent. I will not torrent software again. I only torrented stuff till about 2017 that I quit doing it. But I do have all that stuff still sitting on my computer in the living room. I'm not saying I don't use it, so I do feel a little bit of guilt there, but just a little bit, just a little, t I mean, the littlest bit of guilt I can feel towards you corporations. That's how little I feel, but I do feel it. All right. Uh, I have added turn off heat to the list, which is why my feet are freezing right now, because it is literally 10 degrees outside. But um, I do not like the on and off of my heating element, and it comes on and off every 15 minutes, it seems like, because my house is drafty and cold. That's why my feet are cold. So there you go. But it is annoying enough on the recordings that we'll see. I hope this is better. But I am trying to make that whole experience not as unlistenable as it is because I listened to the entire see what happened was 53 in a row or 52 so I could do 53 right and I, I was as annoyed as I could possibly be as the person who put it together I'll put it that way I also check my phone settings to make sure that I have the oh my god how long have I been talking well I don't even want to look but my blue light's blinking so I know I'm still talking into power but I do check for power and all that setting stuff first I do position my recording microphone as best I can. I'm working on that. This will be a trial and error process. I apologize for it being that way, but I did try to look up what does noise reduction do on a phone recording, and the Google results were terrible, as they have been for years. Google, you fucked up when you decided to start cultivating information in a way to change how we think. You know what we used to do? We used to be able to mine through a field of nonsense and find the gems of value ourselves. And we were happy to do it. It meant something to us to think we were filtering through what was blah, blah, blah to get to what was valuable. But now you're telling us what's valuable. And I'm telling you, you do not have a valuable result for what does noise reduction do on a phone recording. So, hey, since you seem to think you have all the answers, go answer that one for me, will you? Since I don't know, I have turned it off. I don't know if that'll help or hurt. I will do a couple of recordings as a test, and then I'll put it back on, and I'll do a couple of recordings, and I'll evaluate it. Other than trial and error, Google's left me no choice, so that's where I'm at. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I have, I have no memory of the last time I just was surfing the internet. Huh. Like, I'll go down the, the YouTube rabbit holes, but when was the last time you just bounced around because this website led you to that one, led you to that one, led you to that one, and after four hours, you're like, oh my God, I gotta eat dinner. It used to happen all the time. I can't remember the last time it happened. I'm being honest. I cannot remember the last time it happened. I'll try to think of that. I'll, that'll distract me while I'm doing dishes. Uh, what are these... 5G, str one of these what?
Oh, what are these? Oh, yeah. So I do not ever stop thinking, what are the systems we have? How are they working? How could they be better? Why do we have them this way? Um, for a long time, those answers were so elusive and frankly, not important that I gave up on the questions. Um, but I am back to wondering, why are we doing it this way? What did we think was going to work out for us that we decided to design it this way? I don't understand. Somebody help me ask my questions or at least answer them if you have an answer, but you don't. So, rather than throw myself into the chaos of an alcoholic's behavior to deal with all those questions, I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to keep asking them. Somebody's got to have answers. I will figure them out, and as I do, I will let you know what I figure out, because I do not like to pretend there is such a thing as knowledge I should have that you shouldn't. What I figure out, I figure the next thing I should do is tell you. Okay. I also go to the restroom. I also make sure that I have something to drink because my mouth gets cottony like it is right now. I also take any uh, recreational marijuana use off the air. I will get back to that one because I did say I wanted to talk about marijuana more seriously. Uh, I do a time check. I bring my notes. I What's that one? Oh, yeah. I try to make sure other things are happening around me are not happening like laundry. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. So... What, what do early analytics look like? I just want to get this off my chest while it's sitting there because HD questionnaire was the last thing on my list here. Uh, not my last thing on my list. My last thing on that list. <laughs> um, there were six questions. I counted them because I knew I would see, I would be the candidate who would get all the questions about, do you show up to work on time? There were six of them out of what I think were 20-something questions. Hold on, I'm going to drink some Diet Mountain Dew. Actually, I'll go ahead and see how long I've been recording. Why not? Oh my god, I have two messages too. Two messages. Who's oh one 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 what? Oh look at all those ones. Unpause. Alright. Six questions. They were questions of the order of um in which in which of the following circumstances would you say is the most reasonable reason someone might be late? And it would be um they were set on fire by their neighbor or whatever, right? And uh there were six of these. And I'm like, well, at least they know what the reason for my past transgressions were. And the funny thing is, I did not put down my Sprouts work history two months because whatever, I should have, I realize. But I didn't do it um, because it shouldn't be relevant. And, and I don't want to live in a world where I'm not embarrassed that I walked out of Sprouts. I don't give a shit. I will tell the story the day I go apply there so they make sure they know that's what my most recent work history is. But my work history with them is what I did for them. I was a good employee, but I was late. Too much. I should have been fired. I couldn't agree with them more. I'm honestly surprised it took so long. That said, I was never one time late to Sprouts. Not once. Now, I'm less than a block away. So, whoop-de-doo, mofo. Yeah, I agree. Whoop-de-doo, indeed. But for me, having one job in my entire history other than paper route, for which I was never late, well, I have one more now. I used to only have one. So if that's not what improvement has taken me four years of not working at Home Depot to learn, well, that's what I went and learned. So I know I have fixed whatever issue kept me from being able to get to Home Depot on time. So here are my services again. Do you want them? That's the offer. 
They've said no. And I understand their position. I 100% do. I just was hoping that this was the final rope I could expect to grab over this pit of fire. But in fact, that pit of fire burned what I thought might be one more opportunity away already. I get it. I live in that world now. I live in a world where we are determined as too much a part of this group to be given an opportunity. And I have always been the guy who said, eh, there might be a little risk involved, and I can't say I won't realize. It could. But the reward, the upside, I mean, it's huge. I'll be the hardest working person on your staff. I promise. Because I am. Whatever. That makes me just know that my truth in finding ways to feed my dog do not involve the big box stores. I shall have to figure it out another way. That makes me nervous. Because <laughs> the big box stores, though aggravating, were always there like, I don't know, a homeless guy needing shelter. Could I enjoy the forever... Oh, yeah. Could I enjoy an eternity of playing Ticket to Ride, Chess, Go? Um, hmm, what else is strategically balanced and infinitely interesting? Poker? Heads up? Maybe? Against the universe. Do I have it in me to play Ticket to Ride for the rest of eternity? against a player good enough that they beat me 51-49 every 100 games we play. In other words, something I mentally find truly enjoyable and immersible against somebody just good enough to be better than me, but not good enough I can't win. That might be heaven for me. Because what's in front of me is challenging. What's in front of me is enjoyable. What's in front of me is knowing that I can see how much better I can be and then driving myself toward realizing that I am able to improve it all. I don't know. That would probably be heaven for me because I love to be challenged. I love to think that I've got the skill set to do it and that it's doable. And I think in many ways that describes what I feel has changed in my life. Why wait for that to be heaven? Why not make that a reality here? Well, I think those are my big questions when I have them instead of the little ones like, I wonder what those, why would you make an Eggo Pop-Tart? I mean, Eggos are already breakfast food ego flavored pop tarts seriously that's what we're down to that's what we think of as creative ego flavored pop tarts okay why not work to be somebody <laughs> said every ex-girlfriend ever <laughs> uh i don't know shit seriously what happened there why couldn't i just work to be somebody why didn't career look good to me why didn't brain surgeon sound authoritative and respected enough to go say, I want that authority and respect. I'll be a brain surgeon. Well, for one, I don't understand why the brain surgeon matters more than the person who has enough of a work ethic to pick up our trash every week. That person certainly is working hard. But we think the brain surgeon is, oh, so much sweeter because he can cut open skulls and play around with our brains. 
okay, there is no doubt that you have to structure a society where there are um, people equipped to handle the most specific jobs. Those people should be the ones most equipped to do it. You do not want the people with fuzzy eyesight driving the ambulances. So I get that. But that's it. That's what I get. I get that. I don't get any of the other stuff. I don't get why there isn't a base level of respectable income that everybody is is going to get in a capitalist society. Okay, buddy, that's communism, socialism. Okay, I'm just I'm saying what's fair? What's fair? What is what is to the point that you aren't saying, "Oh, this is too hard." With your life. I'm just asking for that level of of ease for everybody. Are we not working toward it? Because why not? That is that seems like what the point is. To me, I don't, and again, I don't have conversations with other people. I talk to myself all the time. That's all I do. So I work this stuff out in my head. But these are the questions I have no answers for. And when I go looking, nobody else seems to. So I, I consider these the ones that, okay, well, maybe since there aren't any answers, it's just, well, nobody's really putting any energy into making us notice that we should be working on that, maybe. Maybe? Could that be it? Could it be that nobody's thought, yeah, why is it so hard to be a single mom in a world where we consider motherhood such a vital role, every single one of us. But let's make single moms have the hardest possible lives. Why? I don't know. Am I over-explaining that situation? Does that not even necessarily stack up when you go look at the data? Probably. But it certainly doesn't look that way from where I'm sitting. Do you know who's goddamn lucky he couldn't get pregnant? This guy. Because <laughs> I would be a nightmare. So, you don't think I look over there and think how hard it must be to have that level of obligation just inherent in your structural makeup? Because you know how much obligation this guy has? Where's my sock? I can't find my sock. So, I do think it's the burden of those of us who got the easy ride to say, why is everyone else riding around in bumper cars when I'm over here getting drizzled on by rainy dewdrops? And that, I think, ultimately, is my biggest question. So, if I'm the guy sitting on the top of the hill cutting people's heads open, driving my Ferrari around too fast, not caring if I hit a kid on a bike because... <laughs> You're in my way. <laughs> well, how well did I, I turn out? Society may think I'm awesome. I sure wouldn't. I think somehow I knew that. So if I'm going to take advantage of society to give me the advantages there to be taken, well, what am I going to be at the end? An advantage taker. I don't want to be that. And somehow... One of the few things I must have known well enough to not get myself involved in was finding at the end of my life that all I had done was take advantage. And yeah, I hear you. Totally taking advantage of my family. I could not agree more. There are three, four people in this universe that I owe everything to. I do not forget that. But if I don't find a foundation on which to pay them back with the sort of deserved reparation that I can earn, I won't have done my job there either. So, yes, I have obligation from past support that is infinite. 
I am aware, and I'm on it. I will talk about it as I make progress. But for now, don't think I overlook those things. I just don't need to pretend that the things I know to be true have to be mentioned every single day. They have to be attended to in a capacity that they are constantly on the upswing. And they are. I do make sure my impact with the people I love and love me is now positive. That is baseline. And it should have been baseline my whole life. So I'm embarrassed it wasn't. All right, let's see. I think I got to be down here, right? I never wanted to hurt anybody. I don't believe anybody else did. I hate the paralysis of paradoxes in my own life. Um, okay, this one needs to be addressed. I, I do now know that I am at some point, at some point, somebody's going to tell me what they think of what I'm doing and that's going to matter to me and it's going to matter to me in a way I wish it wouldn't. I can't deny it. I'm just trying to make certain that in the stage where that hasn't happened, I'm still talking to myself about the fact that you can't care what reaction any of this creates, if any. If it does, so what? If it doesn't, better. That is fundamentally for your own good. Stop caring what other people think, ever. If you can appreciate it, it's the right thing to do. Listen to me, and I will note episode 108, because that's so far the best advice I've given myself. And I'm very glad that it's just still me. you got to believe that, because it's just still me. That means all of this has no varnish, no lacquer, no preparatory sending to make it look a little better. It is what it is. It's me. And I'm not, I'm not here to learn anything other than who the real me is and how he can live the most truthful life to that person possible in this environment and what he can't find some sort of uh, safe zone to be himself. Well, then that's a zone that I wonder, why is it there? Can we change it? And how can it change for the better for all of us? Those are my goals, slightly, sort of, in this moment in time. I bet they're different in 45 minutes, but whatever. Don't ask me that. Nobody's asking me anyway, so stop talking to myself. Never. All right, is this full-blown insanity? All right, I'm throwing the rest, the rest of the sheet away. I don't even care what else is on there. I did see Live Alone. Don't let me forget that, because I do want to talk about living alone. It makes you a whole different person. But not for the better necessarily for the better and for the worse but now that i've got the better i gotta get the worse out and i gotta go find other people that are uh cohabitable there we go that note to self now leaves me with is this all just insanity boy it sure feels that way literally even though i feel more lucid more aware more intuitive more uh able to see a world of both influential uh historical uh evolution to this point and all future potential that the system looks like it's capable of creating. I see the world in rhythm. I feel the ry rhythmic vibration of the world intensely. Other people's moods, they can overwhelm me. I don't know why. I don't even question it anymore. I just do my best to be kind, to be as understanding as I can of everything that I just can't figure out and to forgive myself that I'm not smart enough. And then when I do that, I bring kindness, forgiveness, and understanding to the universe. But those are the things that I work on the most. It kills me.
that I don't know answers to simple questions. So I have to forgive that. Or I'll turn it into some painful self-implosion that this all doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It matters how I treat myself. It matters how I think of myself. It matters that I don't allow myself to act outside myself so that I don't have to question myself. If I do those things, I have good impact. And it's been working for years. I'm just sharing now because I didn't trust myself to tell you this story until I believed it. And I had to convince myself more than anybody. So, yeah, maybe I am crazy. But for the first time in my real life of thinking through everything, well, no, I'm not crazy. I don't have all the answers, but I do feel like maybe for once in my life, I've worked out the right questions.